part one of custer battlefield by robert m utley this librivox recording is in the public domain part one an american legend on a scorching june sunday in eighteen seventy six hundreds of indian warriors converged on a grassy ridge rising above the valley of montana's little bighorn river on the ridge five companies of united states cavalry about two hundred and twenty-five officers and troopers fought desperately but hopelessly against many times their number when the guns fell silent and the smoke and dust of battle lifted no soldier survived this was custer's last battle a spectacular triumph for the american indian in his four-century struggle to hold back the white people who finally overpowered him it is an episode that has burned brightly in popular memory for generation after generation printing presses have poured forth a steady stream of books pamphlets and magazines and newspaper articles about the battle of the little bighorn poets have found it irresistible painters and illustrators have turned out graphic representations ranging from giant canvases in oil to crude drawings on gum wrappers and bottle caps generations of children and their parents have sat in front of motion picture and television screens watching indian warriors once again overwhelm the little band of cavalrymen and deal the mortal blow to yellow hair today there are even national organizations devoted solely to the study of custer and his last stand the custer battle has also served as a bellwether of changing popular attitudes in the first half of the twentieth century custer was paraded through the literature and across the movie screens as a conquering hero symbol of the noble forces that opened the west to civilization and achieved america's continental destiny in this scenario the indians served as mere impersonal foils to be swept aside to make room for the industrious pioneers who followed behind the soldiers later in the vietnam years custer became a different kind of symbol for more than a decade he personified all that was evil and brutal in america's historic treatment of the indians and stood as a constant reminder of a deeply troubling guilt complex of the american people custer died for your sins proclaimed bumper stickers and the title of a best-selling plea for indian rights custer and the little bighorn also became a metaphor for vietnam in the movie little big man a lunatic custer staggered about the battlefield roaring with mad laughter underscoring the parallel that many people already perceived between vietnam and the indian wars the little bighorn lives on in our imagination in part because of custer himself for thirteen years he presented a hero-worshipping public with an irresistible combination dashing flamboyant youthful war hero and major general at twenty-five controversial explorer hunter plainsman sportsman author and publicist of the west indian fighter crusader against political corruption personification of the u s cavalry and ideal husband yet he was also an enigma a man of bewildering contradictions both despised and loved ridiculed and idolized all this and dead on the little bighorn at thirty-six the little bighorn lives on because people have found cavalrymen and indians compelling subjects the man on horseback has always ridden in the vanguard of our folk heroes and in our image of the west the blue-clad trooper and painted warrior have never been far behind the cowboy 
and when these stereotypes are particularized it is usually to custer and his seventh cavalry and the sioux indians of sitting bull and crazy horse the battle endures because the disaster to custer's command like the annihilation of the texans at the alamo left no white survivor to tell the story the rescue column found the unclad mutilated bodies of the troopers scattered over the battlefield among the carcasses of their horses the details of the fighting could only be guessed the groundwork for endless speculation and debate had been laid for more than a century the full truth of what happened has eluded the assiduous quest of countless students they have studied the documents and the battlefield itself interviewed soldiers and indians who were there and pondered and argued over people and events today much is known about what happened and why but many questions remain unanswered and into the void has fallen such an accumulation of myth and legend that an entranced public has little hope of distinguishing truth from fiction newsmen army officers indians popular writers historians dramatists poets artists tv and movie producers all have contributed mightily to the legend of the little bighorn for more than a century they have amassed a truly extraordinary body of literature and graphics still the presses roll and the cameras turn the public buys the controversy rages and there is no consensus of what happened or why on that bleak montana ridge in america's centennial summer end of part one